Hello, everybody. Welcome to Soup Boys, your number one soup-related podcast. My name is Manuel Esqueda. And I'm Sal Esqueda. There may be other soup-related podcasts out there. But none of them are as thick as we are. <laughs> That's the one I use for Tomka. Um, if you're joining us today, you probably noticed that last week's episode did not get uploaded, and that's because womp, my computer womp. had a fit, and um, and we lost my end of the recording. Uh, we recorded Tomka, and we, you know, had a great time. To do, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then we proposed to record instant ramen. Instant ramen. So we're just instead of going backwards to Tomka. Um, we're just going to jump into uh Even into though the Tomka episode was probably one of the best episodes of a podcast that was ever recorded, most likely. Eh. You know, in the, hey, we can say whatever we want about it. it was It's not it's never coming out, Manny. Hey, man, I'm like a shark. I keep swimming forward or else I die. That's what so. I'm saying. I'm saying it was good is all I'm saying. I'm saying it was good. And now it's in the past. <sighs> good like Tomka. Good like Tomka, yeah. Mm, citronellic. Mm. What? <laughs> citronellic it's one of the ingredients in tomka remember citronelle oh citronelle yeah also known as lemongrass mm, lemongrass mm-hmm. they make candles out of it to keep bugs away yeah tasty mm. i always love keeping bugs away from my soup i always love bug repellent soup which is essentially what tomka was but today we're talking about a soup that's anything but a bug repellent mm-hmm. unless you're unless unless you're like you know a, a buggy individual we got the yeah. instant ramen noodles. Oh yeah. Oh hey. Um, I got some. I got some chef saka sal news too. Actually. Oh, what the? What's the saka saka news? I got like uh. Breaking news. I got like forty new followers on Instagram in like one day. For yeah, that happens sometimes. But for what profile? Off of a for chef saka sal. Ah, tight. Yeah. Um, what happens? I don't know. This happened to me once too. I posted a picture and I got like literally like two hundred followers for for Manny Grins. Nice. And I think it's I think it just got fed into like a bot thing, to be honest with you, because that just happens out of nowhere sometimes. Mm. And I mean like a week like a week by a week later I lost like fifty of the followers, but I still had like a hundred and something followers after that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what happened with mine? It was because um it was because a popular the coffee shop that we uh that we post at has like thirty thousand followers on Instagram. I don't know how the hell they have thirty thousand followers on Instagram. <laughs> You can but buy followers, right? They posted a photo of my tamales and it looked really good. And it actually got the most, one of the, some of them, it was one of the most liked pictures that they posted, actually. It was a photo I took inside my tamal pot. Yeah. It got like 1,700 likes. Damn. But yeah, you can buy followers and you can buy likes as well. I mean, but I But with that, number, that, that number of likes and followers, there's no way that was fake. Oh, yeah. Um, how, many, how many followers do they have? 30,000. Dude, like, I can't even break. 200 anymore on my on my on my brk house instagram it's ridiculous what do you mean 200 likes i'm cussing yeah i can't break 200 likes in a picture anymore on my instagram this instagram algorithm is like terrible really so you you used to break 200 likes before easy man i almost broke 200 likes like when i didn't even have 10k followers half the time before and now i have 12.4k and like they're not getting the amount of likes that they should be getting you know crazy it's just instagram just buries your just buries pictures now they want you to to pay for posts you know oh is that how that works instagram you are evil i mean it's owned by facebook so ah damn them it's owned by mark Zuckerberg. i don't even know where you i don't even know where you pay for posts um in the instagram profile uh. i don't think you can because i don't think i think you can only do it if you're like 
um, a business? put in as a business. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that why they have Instagram business now? Specifically. But we're not talking about Instagram business. We're talking about ramen soup, instant noodles, to be specific. Yes, yes. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, as, as Sal said, as Sal said, instant noodles. <laughs> oh, don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> Problematic light is on. Wah, yeah. wah. You're the one who, I wasn't even thinking about it until you told me not to say it. <laughs> and I, I was like, that'd said, be hilarious. <laughs> I said instant noodles. But oh, okay. Well, thanks for correcting yourself. Correcting my racism, no. You're disgusting. Oh my god. You should be ashamed of yourself. Just bend me over the table and spank me, Daddy. Only if you. Oh well, you already asked nicely, so all right then. (laughs) Do we want to talk about the history of uh, of regular ramen, like how 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 ramen noodles actually came to Japan? I'll let you handle that one. Go for it. Okay, so um, I guess ramen noodles um ramen noodles are 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 a derivation of a Chinese dish, actually. Quick. A quick way because we probably still want to have like an actual ramen episode in the future too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's don't, what, go that's, too, don't go too deep. Yeah, yeah. So, so ramen noodles come from China essentially. They're a, they're a derivation of a Chinese dish called ramen noodles. You know, okay. ramen turned into ramen when it came into Japan, and it was first yeah. brought in 1923. Uh, yeah. Introduced in uh, in Chinese food street carts, and they became very popular after World War Two. Um, Japanese food supply. Uh, uh, after World War II took its toll on Japanese food supply, ramen and many other food items items became scarce. But after Japanese surrender in 1945, the United States supplied them with large quantities of, of uh, wheat to help them with the post-war shortage. Mm-hmm. So now they got all this American wheat coming in. So um, the government decides to uh, to tell companies to make more noodles to make up for to make up for the food shortage and to use up all the wheat. And in 1958 was when Momofuku Ando created the instant ramen noodle in his shed when he discovered that you could fry the noodles to partially cook them and dehydrate them. And he founded the Nisin Foods Company, which introduced instant chicken ramen to Japan to Japanese consumers. Then in 1971, after five years of development, Nisin Foods introduced cup noodles. Mm-hmm. And we know the cup noodles, the one that, you know, you just put the hot water in the cup. Put a hot plate, I mean a hot plate, put like a heavy plate or something on top of it to hold it closed and let it just do its business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just thinking about this, I am feeling some ramen noodles right now. I don't know why. <laughs> so when Ando was making the company, he remembered that the man uh, for ramen he'd witnessed more than like a decade earlier. Then he got work trying to mass produce the noodle soup uh, that would satisfy workers, you know, in the increasingly industrial country. Uh, he spent a year trying to preserve. He spent a year trying to preserve ramen noodles without success. Uh, the texture of the rehydrated noodles was never right. But one day, he threw some noodles into the tempura oil his wife had heated to make dinner, only to discover that frying not only dehydrated the noodles but also created tiny perforations that made them cook more quickly. Instant oh. noodles were born. So, um, so according, so okay, so according to the, to what I was reading, it just says that he fried them, but I guess he tried other methods before frying them. Yeah, he was going, he was making like, so he was like going all over the place trying to fr- find ways to like um, dehydrate him properly. What is it with everyone always like coming up with uh, with these food innovations by accident? Everyone always says they did it by accident. I mean, kind of, you know, you know like, I'm starting to think it's that it's trial and error, really. You know? It's trial and error. But they're always like, they're always like, yeah, I was just like, I accidentally dropped the noodles in the oil because I'm a big fucking dumbass. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I accidentally <laughs> dropped the noodles in the oil because I'm a big dumbass with my butterfingers. 
Ooh, noodle fingers. And I got ramen noodles. I think sometimes that's a marketing ploy, saying that. I mean, that, he was he story. was trying to, but it's just like you know. I don't like, think. Yeah, but I don't think it there. was dinner time, and his wife was running the was running the fried pot. <laughs> he, just, and he's he like, was like holding. He was holding just, noodles in his hand. Yeah, he's he holding noodles in his hand. <laughs> like, whoa, whoa all these noodles. <laughs> uh. And then actually, I was just listening to a podcast about the rivalry between Coca Cola and Pepsi. And remember when they introduced New Coke? That's kind of how they tried to introduce New Coke too. But they said in the podcast that um, they revealed that that is like a common, that's a common marketing like ploy. lie, yeah, ploy that people come up to to say how they developed the product. Apparently, they supposedly New Coke was was made by accident too, but it was actually you know developed by a bunch of scientists and arduously tested for months before they tried to put it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not in the beginning. In the beginning, it was during the the wild, wild west of like medicine and food, where it was like, "Hey, this got cocaine. You should drink it because you got yeah, yeah, yeah." In the in the eighteen hundreds, but New Coke came out in nineteen eighty. This was a nineteen eighties thing. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, at the age of forty eight, Ando embarked on his third and final career as Mister Noodle, quote unquote. Yeah. <laughs> He said he came to understand that all of my failure, all of my shame was like muscle added to my body. He said later he'd felt terribly guilty when his bank failed. He was a banker for a while. He had a few failed jobs, obviously, as, as every all genius entrepreneurs does. do. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> and instant ramen promised a kind of redemption. And Before he became Mr. Pro- Noodle, he tried to be Mr. Banks, but found and success then, in Mr. Was like, Noodle. Nope. <laughs> much more successful as the noodle guy i'd rather be uh, the ando, noodle guy than the banker oh same 100 percent. ando promoted his product with a nearly religious zeal as though he was as, as though he were on a crusade to feed the world to end hunger with ramen um kind of like when, george washington carter with the with the peanut oh yeah he was a peanut peanut crusader mm-hmm. he made other stuff I know, I know, I know, but he made the. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever watch? Um, I know you did, but do you remember Clone High? Yes, <laughs> the clone of George Washington Carver, who had a who had like a genetically modified peanut who would talk, and he was like, "Hmm," you know, vaguely. Good times, good times. This is great audio content. Um, <laughs> when che- when chicken ramen Ando's first product hit the shelves in 1958. The Japanese public initially saw it as a luxury product because it costs slightly more than fresh soup. Which, when you think about it, why would you buy like rehydrated soup if it costs a little bit more than like because soup it's, at your local ramen shop? You because know? it was the new exciting thing at the time. Mm. It was space yeah. age. People people liked technology at the time. You know, they they were excited for anything that involved technology, and this was like the rehydrated noodles that you just add water, like rehydrated food that you add water to cook to, wasn't yeah. like was seen as something new and exciting still, you know, before it I became the, right. yeah, before it became the, the food, the cheap food of the struggle the, that we know today. The 90, the, the 99 cent soup that we all know and love. Mm-hmm, the dehydrated flavor packet, the dehydrated vegetable packet. I guess it's also super convenient, you know, especially if you're like a college kid or like a, a mom, I suppose, and you have like four kids and you don't know how something to cook much like the frozen um, TV dinner of America's sixties, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those were a big deal too. Mm-hmm. Now, now it's so, just like now it's just like kid cuisine. <laughs> Dunkaroos. <laughs> but yeah, so it was new and it was convenient. Mm-hmm. And Japanese people, I feel like Japanese people love new things and they love convenience. Yeah, I mean, I'm reading, I'm reading so much about it, and there's so many legends surrounding, 
surrounding Ando, it's interesting. Um, so I'm reading right here, on a business trip to the U.S. in 1966, Ando had his next great idea. And here we have it. According to legend, here's, here's another accident. Ando was demonstrating his product to supermarket executives in L.A. when he observed them repurposing their styrofoam coffee cups as ramen bowls. Oh, Intrigued. stroke of genius. <laughs> it's like, blah, 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 blah. Intrigued, Ando replicated these makeshift containers for a new product, which took five more years to develop. When Cup Noodles debuted in 1971, they were an immediate sensation. Niso and Company has now sold more than 20... 20 what, Sal? What do you guess? Billion? Damn right. 20 billion units. Instant ramen <laughs> packages... In it's very. Own I mean, I know they definitely resist, sold more than twenty game. million by now. Oh yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you might have thrown out the wild brazy trillion. I don't know. Shit, man, you and me probably have eaten like twenty million. Back, <laughs> probably twenty million own, packets of instant ramen just on our own yeah. in our childhood. You're probably right. That was a lot of sodium. Between, you, I think you ate more ramen than I did, though. Between you, me, and our cousin, um, you I would ate, eat ramen raw and just sprinkle it with the salt powder i did i did eat, and i still will sometimes but i did eat more ramen <laughs> than you but you ate ramen for longer than i did definitely i was a weeb longer than you were a i stopped <laughs> at one point i was like at one point and, and it's still been this way like up, up until this year actually have i have my lips touched the instant ramen again of any quality and kind i think i had some ramen like this no i don't think i've had any ramen in 2008 yet mm-hmm, 2018 but, yet yeah but you're also in germany that's true. I mean, they have ramen everywhere, though. So, <laughs> do they? Do they have? As, do they have as much yeah. varieties of instant ramen as over here? Do they have new exciting ones? Do they have German well, do flavored ones? Do they have like German like pork loin and brown sauce flavored ramen? No, they have like the <laughs> beef and chicken flavor, but it's like it's it's a different brand than what we're used to. It's not the one that we normally get. And what is it? I go to is it Hoisban? Is it Hoys ramen? <laughs> no, I don't. I actually don't know. That's ramen. What brand it is because I know I don't buy it. When I buy ramen, I go to the Asian store to the Asia marked. Asia yeah. marked, where I also buy my large bags of rice. You get large bags of rice. That's a lot of carbs, yeah. Manny. How many carbs are you consuming over there? How many bags Sorry. of rice are you eating like per month? Um, maybe like a third of a bag of rice. Welcome to the Sal scolding Manny for his carb intake podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, this I, week we're scolding me, Manny for uh, eating too many fucking rice bags of rice and uh, <laughs> stuffing too many donuts down his gullet. All right, so I don't eat donuts, but I do eat rice, and I, I'd say like one big bag of rice lasts me like three months. All right, that's all right. That's good. That's good. That's enough, I guess. Mm-hmm. You that's enough rice where you could have a you know you could just have a samurai on deck just guarding you. <laughs> I, I could just I could hire that much for that amount of rice. <laughs> Insert. I don't know about full time, but just part time. Insert problematic voice here. I don't think it's samurai. even that problem. No. Are you telling no, me? What's no, the name no, of the, no, was, no samurai who's voice? That last, who's that last samurai, so? Who was that last samurai? Was that um, Tom Cruise? Is that the, the, I could hi, are you telling me I could hire Tom Cruise as the last remaining samurai to guard my house? To guard all my rice? Yes. Well, no, I mean, you'd be paying him your rice. <laughs> all right. Well, that's fine. I'll just buy more rice. It's a rice-based economy, so uh-huh, it's a buyer's uh-huh. market. Anyway. Well, we're still talking. We're talking about Japanese stuff, so I guess it's okay. We're still talking about soup, technically. A man could spend his whole life cooking <laughs> no. a perfect a cherry blossom. Stop it! Would it would not be a wasted rife. <laughs> That's from the last samurai. They said, that. <laughs> "I'm I'm gonna cut this. <laughs> I'm gonna cut this. I'm just letting you know." <laughs> 
I just really I like that line. <laughs> All right, where were we? Where were we? You were saying that he we just thought, finished. He we thought, just finished talking about. Um, no, well, you say Tom he Cruise. saw the workers putting the um, putting the. Uh, oh yeah, we already we said it was twenty tr- twenty trillion, twenty billion. Twenty billion, my guy. Twenty billion units. That's uh, I feel like that's more than um, that's more than the amount of burgers McDonald's has sold. Beats me. <laughs> I don't keep track of their burger count. They do. You know, I need I need to see a video of an instant ramen factory. All right. I bet they just be cranking them out. No, yeah, it's they just like it's all it's all like speed, you know. So, um, what other memories do you have of instant ramen? I mean. Before we go there, I guess this does count as memories. I wanted to talk about like all the weird stuff we have and other people have done with. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what we're gonna go into right now. Yeah, that's what that's what I figured we were about to go into is weird stuff you can do with instant ramen other than just eat it the way you're supposed to. (laughs) I mean, the one that I really like doing um, would be like so you boil the ramen noodles, right? Uh huh. Sorry, I was swallowing some spit. Um, So you boil, (laughs) so you boil the ramen noodles. And then you drain them, and then you put them in the fridge for a while just to cool down. Then you crack an egg in it, and you mix that up, and then you uh, you mix that up with the with why the do package. you put it in the fridge to cool down? Because you don't want the egg to cook in oh, the hot noodles. You want the you want the egg to be a little dummy. You're trying to temper the egg in. Yeah. So then you put the egg in, and then you um, what's it called? You pour the the packet in there. And then you you mix that all up and you just fry it up like you have like a pan fried noodles. That's the one I like to do. Oh 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 oh! So you mix the egg up with the noodles, <laughs> like yes. while they're when they're when they're cool. Yes. And then you put the noodles and the egg mixture in a frying pan. Well, first you put the the the, the you the mix packet. the flavor packet with the egg and noodle mixture. Yes. And then and you then fry you, all that up. Yes, and then you have like. A, Nulos, to, to be Spanish about it, nulos a la plancha. Interesting, interesting. Pan fried noodles. If you have like, um, what's but, that? What's that black black sauce? But it's it's not soy sauce. But then there's uh, the uh, then there's the egg too. You got egg in there too. Yeah, that's what holds the mixture together. I mean, you can just. But I think the pan fried noodles in Mexico is just like, isn't it just like a disc of fried noodles with no egg? Um, I don't know, man. This is just I'm just telling you what I do, dude. Why do you got to break it down by name? Well, it's because I've done that too. Sometimes sometimes now now when if I get my hands on some ramen noodles, I like cook the noodles and then I put a frying pan full of oil and I refry them and I sort of like I re-dehydrate them and re-deep fry them into a into a crispy noodle disc and I eat it, and I eat that and that's even better with the packet on it. Uh, but you like like literally just crunchy noodles. Like this still has like some cooked no no but this way it's crunchy it's crunchy on the outside and holds its shape but it's like soft it's like soft in the middle then it's the same thing just with an egg in it it's kind of like a chip yeah yeah it is i'm just saying like i don't i'm just saying does that like when you get the pan fried noodles in mexico i think they don't have an egg in it is all i'm saying they do not they do not have an egg that's all i'm asking yes there is your response yes i'm sorry i'm sorry i didn't mean to make you look like a jerk i mean i think you're the one who looks like a jerk right now but do I i look like a jerk yeah, you big old jerk. <laughs> <laughs> you big stinky jerk. I feel like I look like a jerk for trying to make you look like a jerk or seeming like I am, but I'm not. That's all right. Oh, my God. I want to go buy some ramen, some instant ramen now. This is just making me want to buy so much instant ramen. I want to buy some <laughs> nim cham or nong shim. 
What was your favorite brand of ramen? I I mean, just the one that, that everyone buys, I guess. That one's my fa- was my favorite brand. What Maruchan? Um, the one that comes in a bag. Top. Um. Um. Top. Well, I don't know. They all, they all come in bags, Manny. Maruchan comes in a bag. Top There's ramen a comes in a one, bag. Dude. There's a specific one. It's Maruchan. <laughs> I just googled it. My favorite one was Nongshim. Remember Nongshim? You used to have to order those. Um, you used to have to order those on the internet. I would order it on the internet, but now, but then, but now they carry it in major grocery stores. It's a Korean spicy ramen. I like that one too. I think I've had that same one. I like Ichiban as well. You've had that one because and, I definitely uh, used to. I, when I ordered it on the internet, it was back when we both lived at mom's house. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can find the other one that I've been. Uh, um. You know, one Samyang. of the, Samyang is also really good. Samyang. I don't think I know that one. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of different stuff, and it can be pretty spicy. You know, I've never had though. I've never had a a, a packet of um, Nissin brand ramen noodles actually. Nissin. Yeah. Oh, I have that's the original. Even, that's, that's just like a cheaper version. It's cheaper now than like Maruchan. To be honest with you. Oh, that one right the Nisi. I have seen the Nisi. Oh, they make the cup noodles? Oh yeah, that one sucks. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, there's my there's my thought on the original. I'm sorry. That was like that was my um that was my visceral just reaction without even <laughs> without even that thinking. One sucks. <laughs> my apologies to the ghost of Mama Fukuandu. But I mean I, I respect respect to the original, you know. Without you none of this would have been possible. Yeah. But up your game, though. I'm I sure mean, they what have. Would have we be, what would have we been eating our entire childhood, too, you know? I guess just hot more dogs, hot pockets. Hot dogs like white yeah. people. <laughs> I guess just more hot, hot dogs pockets. Hot pockets. <laughs> yeah. Like a couple of white boys. <laughs> yeah, we did eat some of that struggle food, though. That ramen. I mean, that pretty much consisted of our diet. We only learned how to cook because mom was always working. And before we learned how to cook, it was just, it was just like in frozen Ramen food, noodles, you know? hot pockets. Yeah, corn dogs. Mm-hmm. So they, then, then there's also when you prepare the ramen. There's the two ways of preparing it. If you go with the original way, where you're just gonna if you're just gonna eat noodles suspended in broth. All right, wait, 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 wait. How do you eat them? Wait, well, wait. Don't tell me because I think you're gonna be a, an elitist and just tell me the actual way to do it. So the way I eat my ramen noodles. <laughs> I was um, no, I was just gonna. Well, I want no, just no, go no, no. The no I'm, I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. So the way I grew up doing it would be like I would boil the the amount, the quantity and then put the noodles in there and then put the the packet in there. That's how I would cook it originally. Unless so it was the way you're supposed noodles. to do it, unless it was a cup of noodles, in which case I would just pour hot water in it and cover it up. Yeah, yeah, the way you're supposed to do it. All right, cool. I think we all start <laughs> off that way. Yeah. Well, I would just read the packet. I was a I was a consistent packet reader. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so like I said, the way you're supposed to do. It. Well, I mean, then there's the other way where you like you you're still eating noodles suspended in broth, but some people like to really reduce the water. Like you use half as uh, much water, you know. You know, I have done that, and it's good sometimes. And you end up with like a thicker, you end up with a thicker sauce. Yeah, yeah. Which was actually how I started doing it later on. I started enjoying it that way. Have you ever had the yakisoba noodles too? Um. I'll have to Google that just to remember what that is. There's just some. They come in a. They come in a different. Um, 
they come in like a square, like long kind of packet kind of box, you know? Oh, yes, yes. I have had these. And you use, um, you use I had I, I had these more recently than than when I was growing up. I, I took some of these when I used to do um, loss prevention. Yeah. I would take these for lunch sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You use less water and um, you end up with a little bit of a thicker sauce. So it's kind of the same idea as like when, when you cook the original one with less water. But I guess it probably has like the seasoning is adjusted to go with less water. Yeah, definitely does. It's only like a few tablespoons of water, actually. Yeah, yeah, because I was like, I was putting less water on my instant ramen just because I was a mad MSG fiend back then. I was fiending for that MSG. Yeah, we had problems. The way Anthony needs a hot bag, you know? <laughs> Not kind of Anthony. I need a Stop hot bag. Stop eating all that ramen MSG. <laughs> <laughs> I need it. I need the MSG, ma. <laughs> you f- uh, damn. <laughs> You're worse than me. Don't today. worry about it. <laughs> Yeah, I got the know, caffeine. Yeah. I need the. Ca- I need the caffeine. Mm-hmm. Got that. <laughs> that. <laughs> Caesar is. <laughs> no, yeah, cut that out too. I'm gonna, uh, like this whole part of the conversation is gonna be cut anyway. Um, Jackie, you were fiending for that MSG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Michael Anthony. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. Um, did you ever cook? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you did. I'm pretty sure I saw you doing this too. Did you ever cook? You you cooked egg inside your ramen, right? You know, I did that like one or two times, but I've actually just found that I didn't like it. I love that shit. I know you did. I, love, I know I love, you did. I, I, I love that stuff. Yeah, you might have seen me do it and got the idea, or like who knows? But no, like, or we might have I just mean, read about it at the same time. I tried it and I really didn't like it, but I do remember that you were a fan of the egg and the ramen. Yeah, I would. I, I mean, I would scramble the egg in it. You know what I mean? Like, um, and it would just make like a weird mm. broth kind of a deal. You know, I like a medium boiled egg in my ramen. Yeah, I mean, I think that's why I did it because I thought that's what you because re- it said like, oh, you can add an egg in it, and it's like great. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, okay, so I just threw an egg into like the boiling water, like I cracked an egg and put. No, the, well, put some people do do water. what you do too, where cracking an egg and doing that. That's not. That. But I'm telling you, this is how I like how I think I stumbled across the person. Yeah, 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 yeah. They probably meant the boiled egg, like in like in a Japanese yeah. like actual like nice ramen bowl with a boiled egg yeah. in it. Which I have done. I've done that now in my later years, <laughs> mm-hmm. when I when I when after eating more like actual ramen and whatnot. Yes. Like oh, it's a boiled egg. It's not like just crack a an egg in there and like mix it up. Yeah, 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 and scramble it around. Which you can still do though. Yeah, yeah. I still do it sometimes with the beef flavored ramen. That's beef, your agency. Beef, beef ramen. You have the nice. agency to do that, bro. I do. Thank you. What else? What other wacky stuff have you done? When did you get the actually? When did you get the idea of like eating the raw ramen and just sprinkling the powder on top of that it? That wasn't even my idea, man. That's just something people do. That's just a thing. That that was a thing that my my friends were doing. That my friends had introduced me to Nong Shim, who were also What's Nong, bunch Shim? Of, Nong Shim is the the spicy Korean ramen that me and my friends ah, were all okay, about. Okay, yeah, yeah, back then they were all we were all a bunch of ramen fiends. You were all a bunch of weebs. Yeah. We were all a bunch of weebs back yeah, then. Yeah, we were a bunch of weebs back then. And we were a bunch of ramen just Naru- weebs. Just Naruto running all over the place. Right? And well, actually, uh, Nongshim is a Korean brand of noodles, though. It doesn't matter, dude. It was it's just still, Asian yeah, It's still instant ramen. You, yeah, it's still if instant you're, ramen. If, if you're a weeb, everything Asian is just... <laughs> just like, yeah, it was a spicy instant ramen. Because Japanese people don't eat as spicy food as Koreans. There's Where's the subtitles at? Is what Sal said. When he saw this instant ramen. Yeah. yeah, Japanese people, Korean people eat much spicier food than Japanese people. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. That is true. So that's why we had the spicy Korean ramen. Um, where was I? Yeah, so they, some of them were eating it that way. And then I've just, I've heard other people say that they eat it that way too. It's just a nice crunchy snack, but it's better the other way. If you boil the noodles, 
and then dry them off and then put them back in a frying pan and get them crispy again and then then it's really good Mm-hmm. With yeah. that MSG packet, mm. <laughs> is that an MSG packet? I thought it was just like salty stuff. I mean, the salt component, the sodium component in there is MSG, and then oh, like okay. some seasoning. But they don't use salt; it's MSG. Oh, okay. I mean, well, I mean that it's sodium. MSG is a type of sodium. Yeah, I mean it's the Asian quote unquote sodium. You know, it's what the I mean? Asian so. salt. You know, it's just salt for Asians. They make <laughs> they have better salt than us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they have more addictive salt than us somehow. There you go. That's the word for it. <laughs> it's it creates more pleasure, um, pleasure um, yeah, sensors. They have, they have pleasure. They have pleasure giving salt. I mean, so does all salt is pleasure is all, all salt is pleasure giving. But I think like this one is in particular more pleasure giving. Mm, this is the salt with the crazy tongue. <laughs> the wild tongue salt. Yeah, don't get me started on that wild tongue salt. Mm-hmm. Oh my! Um, yeah. So, didn't you? Didn't we used to also find a bunch of other weird recipes for ramen on the internet too? If you go on YouTube, I mean, probably I can just find them right now. Yeah, actually, let's let's do that real quick. No, this is how to upgrade your ramen. Ah, there we go. Hacks. There would they would be called hacks. Instant ramen. Ah, uh, instant hacks. ramen hacks. Thank you, thank you. That's that's definitely way uh, the way to do it. So I just found. I mean, here I, I just found one. We should we should we can just watch it together. Do you want me to? It's the Buzzfeed one. Do you want me to send it to you or? Yeah, just send it to me. Uh, things you didn't know you could do with instant ramen. Can I just say I hate that anything with it that says things you didn't know you could do. Oh look, this one has an egg and ramen mixture like you had two. Oh, and this one they put it in foil and refrigerate it. This is exactly what I do. Oh no, they make a grilled cheese out of it. So that's one thing you can do. You can so make they grilled use two cheese buns out of it. Did you see those two girls looking at it at the end? Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> break in half add sauce you get it make it a pizza i gotta get a picture of them for the instagram all right making a pizza or you could just use a piece of toast if you got if you're in that kind of a struggle oh my god they just they didn't even cook it they're just adding the pizza toppings and putting the whole thing in the oven yeah oh i heard about gnocchi. gnocchi i saw i actually saw david yang make it into gnocchi on his show the mind of a chef remember yeah which i mean yeah i suppose or you just make gnocchi does he add potato in there Oh, no, no. it's just. Oh, and it's gonna be the kind that you pipe. That's not yeah. actually gnocchi. No, <laughs> no, no. I got, I got no, some. I got no, some I don't know what the hell they made there, but that's. <laughs> you probably don't know about it because it's garbage. <laughs> okay, so they show three, and then at the end they just show a bunch of like random disgusting things that you can make. Yeah, yeah. In a salad. Let's see if there's some more instant ramen hacks. The problem is when you do when you do a lot of these ramen hacks things, they're just like ways to bump up your ramen instead of like how to change it up. It's just like, oh, add add an egg to it, you know, like put some put some onions in there. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like you could add you could also like check this out. You could like you can boil the ramen noodles, throw away the flavor packet, add an egg and Parmesan cheese and you've got and some bacon and you've got carbonara. Yeah, but you could just use pasta for that. <laughs> like, That's you know true, what right? I mean? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, yeah, it's like you could also just use like regular pasta which is arguably cheaper than like (laughs) and probably you'll get more yeah exactly like that's not really a hack like if you're a quote-unquote young starving college student you probably have both instant ramen and dry pasta you know yeah you know what you should just eat the ramen just eat the ramen as liquid as noodles suspended in liquid and if you want to make carbonara just use dry pasta you got all the ingredients for it instead of using ramen just use pasta for it (laughs) And there you go, you know, and that that wraps up this episode, this week's episode of Super. No, I'm just 
Yeah, get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you. You. Who let you in here? There are some beautiful pictures of like of like upgraded ramen though. Beautiful upgraded ramens with like yeah. shrimp in them. Yeah. Did you ever upgrade your ramen? Oh, I do it all the time. What did I you upgrade your ramen with? Um, in, in the Asia store, I'll buy like dehydrated uh, mushrooms. Um, I'll rehydrate them. Um, I'll bo- I'll soft boil an egg. I'll put some uh, some of those green onions in there. Um, sometimes if I'm I'll, I'll make some corn and I'll put the corn in there as well. Oh, green onions are good in in ramen. Yeah, all that stuff like a little bit of soy sauce. Yeah, I upgrade the heck out of it. You can add some kimchi to your nang shim ramen. Yeah. Oh, that one's nice. Yeah, I'm watching that same video too. Yeah, right. <laughs> I found some new hacks. Oh, the chopsticks hack. I've seen people do that. We use the chopsticks to hold the to hold the little paper close. I'll just use my fork. I'll just put the. I'll just plop the fork on top of the cup. <laughs> Personally, they made like a noodle holder with the thing. You can make a noodle holder for the cup. You can yeah, make a. Yeah. You can use the lid to make a noodle holder. And then they do the carbonara thing too. Oh God! Now they're adding no, spam it's, it's to a, it. Spam is good. What's wrong with spam? I guess ramen mac and cheese. Yeah. yeah, exactly. If you're doing that, you can just put actual pasta in there, people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're using it for pasta, just use actual pasta. Like, it literally takes. I mean, I guess it takes a little bit less time to cook ramen than it does like like this one's like pasta, layered but... American cheese and bacon in a buttered pan, though. Too. <laughs> I think With... they're even gonna throw it in the oven. I bet. Watch, just wait. They're gonna throw this in the oven. So what? So for listeners, they're they're taking a pan and they're layering noodles and American cheese and bacon and ramen, and now they're gonna bake it for 180 degrees Celsius for 10 minutes, and it looks like a nightmare. Yeah, you could just do this out of pasta. Actually, ramen pad the thai cheese melt. I think it might have not been American cheese. It might have been actual cheese. Who knows? Yeah, the ramen pad thai looks alright. Ugh, add peanut butter. Yeah, like this ghetto pad thai. <laughs> Hard tofu. That is not pad thai. That is noodles with peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, some of these like are just travesties, really. Travesties in a bowl. Okay. So do you need? Do you want me to tell you my recipe for instant ramen noodles? Yeah, let's go with the recipe. What's your recipe for the day, chef? <laughs> so you get a packet of instant ramen noodles. I prefer the ones that come in the in the packet that you open up. You know, not the cup. Uh-huh. I find. And then you just high, eat it because you're an quality. animal, right? <laughs> 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 You turn it around. It you you gotta boil a certain amount of water. You know, it's usually between one and a half to three cups of water. Uh-huh. Once you get the water to a boil, you put the noodles in there, and then they get soft, and you throw in the flavor packet and dehydrated vegetables. Mm-hmm. And then you perform whichever hack you want. You know, you can dehydrate, you can rehydrate some mushrooms, throw in a boiled egg, chop up some spam or slice up some spam, I should say, and sear it up before you put it in there. Sometimes I cook the bake up some bacon and put the bacon in in the ramen. Throw in a rag and stir it around little, with your chopsticks like Manny does. Little little bit of bacon fat into the ramen. Mm-hmm. They put a little bit of oil. It's traditional to put a little bit of oil on your ramen. So you know, a little bit of bacon fat. You take your own your own version of that. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's all good stuff. Mm. And yeah, I guess that's it. Yes. Thank thanks everybody for joining us today in our little trip into instant ramen again we apologize i apologize for screwing up the audio um i mean i don't even think you did anything you know that was just how did that even happen audacity sometimes like just has a little fit and i think it just didn't save right you know what i mean damn yeah but again sorry about not releasing the audio uh this one should be coming out fine i'm gonna be more careful about it from now on 
Um, but yeah, if you want to reach me, you can reach me at Manny Grins at Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. That's M-A-N-N-Y-G-R-I-N-Z. If you need to reach me, you can just hit me up on Instagram at Sakasal or Chef Sakasal. Our Twitter is GetSoupBoys, and our Instagram is also GetSoupBoys. And if you want to email us, our email is also at GetSoupBoys at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm forward slash soupboys. We'd love to hear from you. We would love to hear from you. Before we go, I want to give a special shout out because we haven't done it in a while to Good Time Girl for providing the intro and outro music. That is the song Dare to Be Cool off of the album Titles. Uh, you can find them anywhere where you stream music. And SoundCloud if you use a broke boy. That's and that's. I think that corresponds. I think that goes under the umbrella of anywhere though. Yes. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. Uh, what was my, what was my, my sign out again? Yours was peace, but I've been saying peace since the beginning. Oh, you jerk. Okay, well, it's been, emo- it's been emotional, y'all. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, peace out. There we go. It's been emotional. You don't want to say peace? I said peace out. And you I like that peace. last one. I feel like that last one where I said it's been emotional, y'all, was pretty good. And then you laughed. All right. Cue music. You know, that was perfect. Should I keep this? This is good banter. You can have this going on in the background. <laughs> music is okay. Peace out, everybody. It's been emotional. Wow. I'm gonna be a fool and now it's your time to shine